No representation is made that the quality of podcasting performed is greater than the quality of podcasting performed by other podcasts. It's the Bullhorn Podcast, the only podcast replacing the racist rice in our salt shakers with the newly woke Ben's original. I am Boomer Bob, and from the town where a tied NFL game is totally acceptable, the only podcaster whose name I have submitted to rename Aunt Jemima, Uncle Jamingo. What's up, Flapjack? <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate that. And no, it is not acceptable to have a tie NFL game. And also, if you listen to the president after the debates, you know all that the bad stuff. Just look at Philadelphia. All the bad stuff that happens in Philadelphia. And Philadelphians lost their shit. Well, did they have shit to lose to begin with? Listen, Philadelphia is a, they're a scrappy town. You know, you go out there, you mess with Philadelphia, they get the backup. They don't mind a fight. So uh, we got no, breaking like- news, though, with this podcast. As much as breaking news can be in a podcast. Oh, snizzle. Huh. Donald Trump's got the COVID. And the first lady's got the COVID. Mm. Well. I, so I woke up this morning and I have a, a news station on. And they're talking about how the stock market has dropped since the president has announced that he has COVID. It's and I'm dropped? Like, you would think it would go up. I mean, everybody hates them, right? Well, the thing is, they don't like they don't like uncertainty, and that's a big uncertainty. Can he? Is he going to be able to? Is he going? Is it going to kill him? You know, he's seventy four years old. He's overweight. Is this going to kill him? He eats a lot of McDonald's. Too. He eats a lot of McDonald's. You know, you don't know what his vitamin D is like. Although, to be honest with you, he has the very, very best care that any human being can have. So, when you know, he said. That he had taken the hydrocortocloney, whatever it is. I can never get the name of Hydrochloroquine, HCQ. HCQ. He take, mm-hmm. He's taken that as a preventative. I don't know. He There was a, a woman. Her name was Hicks. What's her name? Heather Hicks? Why can't I remember her name? But uh, she tested positive, and she was all around the president. She was on Air Force One. Is she some kind of an advisor of some she sort? Is or some just kind of, yeah, she works for staff or something. Yeah, she's 31 years old. She's a little bit of, I mean, she's a hottie. Don't get me wrong. She's a hottie. And is it Heather Hicks now? I what were look. you going to say? Is she like a big block? A little uh, gravy on, on them biscuits? Hope Hicks. Her name's Hope Hicks. Hope Hicks. Yes. And mm. uh, that's what started the, so Trump was supposed to just start the quarantine because he was around her. So apparently... They gave him and the first lady a COVID test. And at one o'clock in the morning, he tweets out that they have tested positive for the coronavirus. It's way past his bedtime. All hell started breaking loose. There's a bunch of people out there now that say that this is a hoax and he's doing this because he's losing the election so he can get the sympathy (laughs) bid. Right. Again, I, I don't know. Well, a lot of people are cheering for it. I mean, they're like, oh, my God, you know, he's been talking about how this is a hoax. Now he's got the hoax. Well, I sort of woke up to this news and NBC um, was the first thing that popped up uh, regarding this. So I clicked on it and I thought this guy got fired. I think this is that Brian guy that uh, anyway, 
We'll go ahead and roll the clip. I may stop it to yell a couple times. Okay. Have both tested positive for the coronavirus. It is extraordinary on many different levels, given this president's history with managing, or many would argue mismanaging, what is still an out of control pandemic in our country. It is extraordinary given the fact that we are 32 days away from election day in this country. It's extraordinary given the fact that he was feet away from Joe Biden on a stage where they were both expelling air for a good 90 minutes just a few nights ago okay wait a minute first of all i guess it could extraordinary could be an accurate term to use and an accurate adjective to describe this yes the most powerful man in the free world i guess you'd say has tested positive is he dying from it is he got is he tied to a fucking ventilator well right now he's not showing any symptoms Right. Okay. So why is it so fucking extraordinary, John? Well, the woman, Hope, has started showing symptoms. So we don't know. But that's her. I understand that. And listen, everybody has different uh, physiology. So, yeah, but he's now, listen, he is basically going to be quarantined for at least 14 days. All right. And the next debate was supposed to be on the 7th of October. It's up, bumping up a day. They can clear their schedule. Who cares? Well, what I'm saying is he can't do that right now. And what happens if he really, really gets sick? What happens if this kills him? Then, Pence, then Pence is in charge. Who cares? What happens, and I don't know if they've, they're testing Biden now. He was supposed to go to Michigan today or Wisconsin. I can't one of those states up in north. He's on a train. And Choo-choo. he was supposed to go up there today. Now, I don't know if they're going to cancel this, but they're definitely going to test him. What happens if they test him and he's got it? Like I said, I wrote this morning, I said, this would be just like 2020. A month before the election, Trump gets COVID, Biden gets COVID, they both die, and the whole country's like, now what? I think everybody would jump for fucking joy and we just do over. You can't do over because, in other words, there's ballots out there already. So you're going to have to, we would have to vote in a dead guy. We have a vice president. That will take the place. I get that. So Pence would automatically take over. All right. So then I guess it would be Pence against Harris. He'd have to pick a running mate. He would have to pick a running mate. But I, oh, Kanye. Kanye's, <laughs> Kanye ain't doing nothing right now. He's, he's probably getting quite fucking tired of Kim telling him what to do. And hey, put put your phone down. Get off of Twitter. Stop, stop saying that on Twitter. Uh, I have a little tangent on that story later about how a security guard for the mother, Chris... Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. Uh, He's suing her for sexual. um, Nice. Not sexual assault when it's like in the workplace, sexual harassment. So I have more of of this clip. I was just getting. Go ahead. It it was absurd how now now he's going in. First of all, I I thought this guy got fired. That's Brian Williams. Brian Williams. He was the one that said he he, they took. We took fire on a helicopter. It was all bullshit. he, He got turned into a meme. Yes. And um. But but he's saying now he's he's going into how he was exhaling air that others were breathing. What a horrible human being Trump is for doing this. Back to the clip. Oh, extraordinary, given the circle of family, friends 
aides, military, law uh, enforcement, aides. medical personnel who have been in and around this president's immediate circle oh. in just the past few days. But the president of the United States, as the world, much of the world will wake up learning, has the coronavirus, has tested positive. In a statement, he said he's going to follow all the protocols. Tonight, Flotus and I, First Lady of this the United States, and I tested positive for COVID-19. We will begin our quarantine and recovery process immediately. We will get through this together. The president's age, of now course, back to bashing him. him in one of those high-risk groups that he is fond of talking about when he, as recently as several times this week, has taken steps to indicate that, in his view, young people are way out of the danger zone. He has even been litigating, as recently as this <sighs> week, talk about this? the wearing of masks and mocking his opponent, Joe Biden, for doing so. so yeah, uh, they don't work. First of all, that's I, a lie. I, that that I, last I statement he said was a lie. He said that he mocked Joe Biden for wearing a mask. He didn't mock him for it. He mocked the size of the mask he wore. Yeah. He said, you know, although he might have said, listen, the guy's like 2,000 feet from anybody, and he's got a mask on, you know, his big giant catcher's mitt mask on. Okay. Here's the deal. I think we've been getting, as a country, I think we've been getting a little lax on this COVID-19 thing. And the reason being is because this is a real thing. This virus is real. I don't care what anybody – you can say it's a hoax. You can say whatever. It's real. If you don't wear a mask, you're going to have a higher chance of getting this. If you do wear a mask, it doesn't say you won't get it. But it's airborne, and everybody seems not to know that it's airborne. So if you're around a bunch of people, you wait and see how many people on Air Force One – get this virus now because somebody on there had it. They of gave course. it to the president, the first lady, everybody else is on there. They've been testing congressmen that have been around him. We'll see what happens. And this has so much, like in other words, okay, all these Republicans have been around him now. If a bunch of them start testing positive, how are they going to confirm the new Supreme court justice? Oh, and she was around them. Yep. When they announced it, so what happens if she gets it? Maybe they need to test Stormy Daniels. I don't think Stormy's. I think Stormy's been out of the way for a while. But this is big news. I mean, the first thing that happened as soon as it, uh, as soon as it was announced, the stock market futures dropped six hundred points. Cool. I love chaos. So fuck all of it. It's starting to come back around again. The last I heard, it was back up under a two hundred point loss. And we'll see what happens. But, okay, you would think by now the Donald would be tweeting about this. And I haven't seen him. But uh, he was up at 1 o'clock in the morning when he announced it. So maybe he's got a late start. Maybe he's sleeping in. Maybe they're checking on him. Maybe he's got his presidential pajamas on. Probably got got a doctor's uh, hand up his ass. Well, I don't think that's any treatment for COVID is with a hand up your ass. Well, no, I'm just thinking merely for pleasure. But, okay. We can roll with that. You know, I'm sure that whatever they have out there that's going to work for this, you know, they're going to be. Again, for us commoners, I was told that you, if you if you have any kind of symptoms for this, is to get some decongestant cough syrup like uh, Robitussin and uh, to stay on top of it with uh, Tylenol, not. Here's what you need. 
Yes. This is what worked for me. Go ahead. Having a wife right. that can take care of you because you're not going to be able to fucking move for like eight days. All right. Well, unfortunately for us, you made it through. Your wife made it through. Lots of water. When you're able to stomach it, something with, you know, electrolytes in it, maybe some vitamins like vitamin water or something like that. Mm. Those, those kinds of things. Taking zinc, you know, build your immunity back up because your immunity, your immune system is getting butt slammed like that white girl in that all black gangbang. <laughs> That's what's happening to your, to your immune system. Well, your immune system's getting fucked in the ass by the porn star Dredd. Have you ever seen that guy? George Floyd? No. He is a he's a he's a black porn star. He's on Twitter. And oh, Mandingo! He's huge. I mean, the man has a hog that is. It's just it's yeah, huge. He can. He's the most popular guy at the nude beach because he can carry two cups of coffee and a dozen donuts. Dude, he could. It's it's an elephant trunk, is what it is. I'm surprised it doesn't grab grass and shove it up his ass. It's huge. That being said, let's get back to the story. Everything's on hold right now as far as the president. There's no more outside. You know, he was just talking the other day. We're holding outside rallies. They're outside. People can wear masks if they want, you know, and it's been very safe. Well, not I so much now. I think it's a now. good thing. Not, you know, not that I want the guy to get sick, okay? I mean, I don't care if he lives, comes, lays, stays a praise. I don't give a fuck, okay? Because my life is not going to change. But it'll be good maybe he should go like twitter silent too just not tweet a fucking thing about anything just let everybody just wonder just stay home close the doors pull the blinds stay the fuck out of it i don't think and and just for fun let's see what uh the world is like without him for two weeks that'd be awesome i don't think he can do that i don't think he can do that and you know it's funny because we were ready to do the show and we had some stuff pulled up and we kind of had to throw everything change everything because this happened this morning yeah that fucking dick screwed up our boards <laughs> definitely screwed you know the guy has just doesn't care about anybody but himself you know we had a whole show here fucking narcissistic prick right because they just had the debate and that was a shit show that was horrendous it kind of reminded me of any kind of conversation i had with my ex-wife where you both started talking at each other nobody was listening and nobody could understand what he, each one was saying. Then we got back into where they were talking about the Proud Boys. Do you know anything about the Proud Boys? Um, that from what I've heard recently, um, I've heard I've heard other shows talking about them who know a lot more about them than I do, and they claim that there there are more uh, Latinx, uh, you know, members like Hispanic, like uh, Puerto Rican, Cuban, etc., members in the Proud Boys than there are white people. So the Proud Boys were started on a podcast by a guy named Gavin McGinnis. I've heard of him. Okay, Gavin McGinnis. They had this intern, and they were making fun of him because he was a little bit on the effeminate side. And they were going to make him, you know, a, they were going to they were going to make him, you know, they're going to make a man out of him. Okay. So what they said was, in, and Gavin came in one day. He says, you know, I got a name for our group. We're going to call them the Proud Boys. We're going to be proud of being boys. Yeah. And basically, it's just a bunch of guys that like to drink. And it has nothing to do with white supremacy. They denounce white supremacy. It, it started out as a social club. And they would wear these shirts with the – it was like a black um, polo shirt with yeah. the, the piping around it. That, with the gold. gold right, uh, exactly. Yeah. 
so Gavin McGinnis would go to colleges to speak. Or, and, of course, the left, they don't want anybody. You can't say anything. You can't talk about anything that they don't agree with. Because if that's anything that they don't agree with is immediately hate speech. Shut they want down. to shut it yeah. down. They want to shut it down. So they would go. So the Proud Boys would go with Gavin to one of his places and they would end up protecting him from being attacked by this mob of lunatics. Oh, wow. So that's how this all started. And a lot of it was with Antifa because Antifa was at the colleges. That's how this whole thing started. And what happens when you say something and you disagree with the left? What is the first thing they call you? Racist. Racist, white supremacist, homophobe, xenophobe. xenophobe. All the phobes. All the ists. Nazi. All the ists, all the phobes. So that's what they call you. And that's how these guys basically handcuffed with this narrative that they're white supremacists. Now, you can go to their website. You can hear them say, we denounce white supremacy. They can say that, you know, we don't agree with any of that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter because what they are, Bob, is they're men. They're men's men, and they... One of the initiations is what you have to do is you have to say five breakfast cereals while people punch you. So that's like the, so you're like, fruit loops, have, rice, krispies. Oh, so you have to ver- like verbally call out the names of five exactly. of them while they punch you in the face. What, well, I think they punch you in the body. I don't know. Maybe they punch you in the face. I don't know. Punching the grape nuts. <laughs> grape nuts. Yeah. So. The fruity pebbles. What they, so this is the group that, that, that they're talking about. And in New York, they had a bunch of Antifa protesters. This was a, a year or so ago. And they ended up coming in contact with the Proud Boys. And they had a fight. And the Proud Boys kicked the shit out of these Antifa. Two of them went to jail because there was a, a camera facing outside from a store. And apparently, they didn't just beat these guys to get away from them or self-defense. They beat them and then beat them down. So they went to jail for this. And this is where this is all coming from. So during the debates... They said, will you denounce white supremacy? Stand down, stand by and stand back or something like that. Stand back and stand, stand by. by. Which is not denouncing. That was dumb as shit. Well, at first, when they said it, he's like, sure. Sh- will you denounce it? Sure. Yeah, sure. What, what group? What, what group? And he says, give me a what group. What name do you want me to Give say? me a group. Yeah. So then he says, stand back and stand by. Not Which his best dumb. choice of words. But no. as an older guy with not much of a memory... There are times when I say something in a podcast like we're doing right now, and then I go back to edit it, and I go, I can't believe I said that. That's not what I was thinking. Well, I I think it might have been a case of this. I don't think he 100% knows the background of that particular group. I mean, the man is a little bit busy. He has other things to fucking you know worry about, like which one of Joe's kids died and which one didn't, which one's a cokehead. You know, the interesting thing about that is uh, the one that didn't die was banging the one that did die's wife anyway um well you that, can't you cannot go see this thing fucked up. This, okay biden's family was fucked up since his wife was killed in a car accident his daughter was killed in a car accident right and his two sons one had you know Bo and then uh hunter. hunter they got hurt they were in the hospital so you can't attack his sons his one son died of cancer was it last year two years ago no it was back it was when he was vice president because that's why he didn't run for president. Right. Because his, his son died. So it's been, it's been a, a few years back. Now, you can't go after Hunter because... Because he was banging the dead 
kid's wife. Right. And not only that, but he also so, got a stripper pregnant down in New Orleans. So he is safe by association. The thing is that he's making money hand over fist from foreign entities. Yeah. And China, you, now you Russia. can't bring that up. So after the debate, I knew that the next day during the press briefing that this was all going to come to a head. And then the next day was the day, the third anniversary of the Las Vegas shooting. Right. Where the guy shot out the window at Mandalay Bay, killed 58 people and wounded hundreds of people. Also Trump's fault. Also Trump's fault. So she gets done with that first question out of the gate. I have it right here. Kelly, if I could start off, um, I'd like to ask you for a definitive and declarative statement without ambiguity or deflection. As the person who speaks for the president, does the president denounce white supremacism and groups that espouse it in all their forms? This has been a... All right, I'm going to stop that right there. So that's the question. Will you up here denounce, you know, will you say that the president denounces this? So this is uh, Kaylee... White supremacism. I didn't even know that that was a word. Right. Kaylee McEnany. So she starts. So here we go. Answered yesterday by the president himself, the day before by the president himself on the debate stage. The president was asked this. He said, sure, three times. Yesterday, he was point blank blank asked, do you uh, denounce white supremacy? And he said, I've always denounced any form of that. I can go back and read for you um, in August 2019. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. In August of 2017, racism is evil, and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups. I have an entire list of these quotes that I can go through with you. He has condemned white supremacy more than any president in modern history. Just to clear it up this morning, can you... Are you fucking kidding me? Just to clear it up... She just read through the whole, all of that. This fucking guy, this fucking guy, now needs it clearer. John Roberts. He should have taken the fucking book and smacked him over the fucking head with it. How much fucking clearer do you have to be? Well, I, I think she, uh, she lets him know. Naming it. Make a declarative statement that you denounce that the president denounces. I just did. Uh, the president has denounced this she just did. repeatedly. The president was asked this. You're making. You're contriving a storyline and a narrative. I'm just asking you to put he this said, to rest. I just, put it to fucking rest. Put put it to rest. It'll never be put to rest, no it'll, matter what. It'll never be put to rest because his detractors, Trump's detractors, are holding on to this thing. Like a fucking pit bull holds on to a pork chop. They will never let it go. No. Because get- when he said during Charlottesville, there were good people on both sides. And they will take that to the grave and they will not listen to any. They stick well, their fingers in their ears and they go, I don't want to hear it. But have you never heard the part he said after he said that there were good people on both sides? Yes. Yes, I have. That's the part that they leave off. That's the part. right where they cut it. On everything. Where he denounced white supremacy and the groups involved. And the. What I'm saying is that she denounces it. Why is she, as the press secretary, have to denounce it for Trump? He has denounced it several occasions, several times. Well, I mean, as, as you said, it, I don't think it matters. He, he could get a fucking forehead tattoo that says, I denounce white supremacy and its related groups, and then spend the rest of his life on camera. 24 hours a day, and it still wouldn't be enough. They'd be like, well, yeah, but do you denounce white supremacy? 
Again, uh, so I'm going to finish this up. I did. I read you all of the quotes, and if you need to see them in writing, I will put them in an email. Hold on. So, Kaylee, can you right now denounce white supremacy and the group that is bad? I just did. The president has denounced white supremacy, the KKK, and hate groups in all forms. He signed a resolution to that effect. Uh, The president just last week, perhaps you all weren't covering it, but just last week expressed his desire to see the KKK prosecuted as domestic terrorists. This president uh, had advocated for the death penalty for a white supremacist, the first federal execution in 17 years. His record on this is unmistakable, and it's shameful that the media refuses to cover it. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I'll give you a little test here. Bob, back in Charlottesville. The guy that organized that protest where they had over the statues where all the guys were running around with tiki torches and and all that bullshit. Do you know who organized that rally? No, I do not. His name is Richard Spencer. He is a white supremacist. Do you know who Richard Spencer has endorsed for president this year? Bernie Sanders. No. Joe Biden. Damn it. He has so close. endorsed Joe Biden for president. Have you heard that in the press anywhere? Absolutely no. not. Well, of course not. Of course not. Of course not. So then they said, well, what about Antifa? And what does Biden say? Antifa? What are you kidding me? Antifa is an idea. Well, I've never seen an idea. I've never seen an idea burn a fucking car lot to the ground. I've never seen an idea attack a fucking courthouse for a hundred straight fucking days. I haven't seen an idea go from town to town to town and riot and destroy property. Well, let's let's go ahead and just lay this out, John. In the last 12, 24, 36 months, what have you seen more damaged caused by? Proud Boys or other like-minded, I guess you'd say, white supremacy groups? Or black supremacy groups like Black Lives Matter? Who has caused more damage? Black Lives Matter and Antifa have caused more damage in more cities across this country. More deaths. More deaths than the Proud Boys or any white... Now, listen, I'm not endorsing white supremacists. I'm not doing that. And and here's the thing. I'm not endorsing the Proud Boys. I mean, I don't think they're a white supremacy group, but I'm not endorsing them. No, we here at the Bullhorn are totally against any kind of fucking racism in either direction. It all sucks. But you can't call the white people, you know, that are acting up white supremacists and denounce them, but ignore the other side because, well, 400 years of oppression, they have a right to be doing this stuff. I don't think they do. And the only time we ever, ever endorse racism is if they forget to give Bob his fries in the McDonald's drive through. Well, I'm in my car by myself. It's between me and my dash cam. I hear you. I just hope I don't get into an accident and they have to pull that file. Okay. So... (laughs) I go back. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I know. I like it. Uh, all right. So now I'm going to go back. And for once and for all, do you think they'll ever let this go? They will not. They no. will never, ever. The, the left will never. And the Democrats will never, ever denounce Antifa and the damage that they've done. I guess my point is that one side will not reign in their own. It's like being married. Oh. If you accidentally say the wrong thing at the wrong time or just your brain doesn't stop you from saying hey honey i think you'd look good in that outfit you know because a girl has a really nice ass or something she knows what you're talking about you know like you say like why the fuck did i just verbalize that i could have just kept it to myself checked out her booty and let her keep walking 
But no, you had to say something. It's never going to go away. She's going to bring that up for the rest of your fucking relationship and probably 10 years later when you bump into her. All right, well, like, here's... Okay, so here's the thing that I'm sick of. I'm sick of the people, the, the liberals, the leftists, where they say that Trump is a dog whistle for white supremacy. And in white, there's so much white supremacy. All the white supremacy in this country. Give me a fucking break. And then you have the leftists and the liberals that are absolutely dog whistling Antifa. Like, keep it up. Keep it up. Until... The polls, because we're not stupid. As Americans, we're not stupid. We see what's going on here. We know what's going on here. And once they found out that the polls, that the Democratic, the Democrats were getting hurt in the polls over this rioting, then all of a sudden they started trying to stop yeah, it. Yeah, hey, everybody, come on now. They were going to try to let this all go and blame it on Trump. Same thing, I'll be honest with you, the same thing with COVID. They were going to let this all go. And try to blame this on Trump. Well, yeah, but, I mean, go to Chinatown, buy some Chinese stuff, eat some of their food, and hug a Chinese person, right? I mean, that that's what was going on whenever whenever Trump shut down all travel to and from China. Oh, that was racist. Oh, we got to go to Chinatown and fucking eat some Chinese food and, and hug little slanty-eyed people. And then, well, I don't know about slanty-eyed. That's a little bit racist. Anyhow, so the other thing was that when Trump shut the uh, travel down from China that Biden said he was a xenophobe and, and a racist. So again, and he wouldn't have shut it down then. So they're going to sit there and try and lie to you. They want to pack the court. So they'll take the, the Supreme court and just make it a joke. It won't even have any power and they want to pack it. And he's been asked several times and he won't answer the question. So, you know, he's going to pack the court if he gets elected. Yeah. All right. I didn't really want to start out with this, but how can you start out? The day that they announced that Donald Trump has COVID, how can you not talk about it? I'm interested in this story that you had up, which was what we were going to start with, about the breast milk. Well, let me just say my final thoughts on that. Sure. On that whole, whole, you know, I hope everybody dies. Fuck all of them. Start again. Take that Etch-A-Sketch, hold it upside down, and shake the fuck out of it. Next. The more you know. I don't, I don't agree with you, Bob. I don't want to start all that, but okay. So um, can I interest you in a Facebook marketplace breast milk? You know, I have to think about that because breast milk is supposed to be really good for you. Have you ever drank it or t- taste tested any of it? I, not that I, well, not that I can remember. I think I was a little tyke at the time well, like you had a bunch of kids so i didn't know if you you know you know hit up the wife hey let me get a little bit of that for the a second. wife was having try n- that out. i'm gonna tell you the wife was having none of that i'm not saying like from the tap i'm saying you like took a bottle of it and sh- shit and you know well first of all my wife didn't breastfeed the kids okay but did you did you did you breastfeed them <laughs> i did not breastfeed the kids i have faucets but there's no pipes connected to my faucets. gotcha so, and I'm right not going to lie, I did try to partake in the uh, breast milk when the wife was, you know, when after the wife had... When it was time. Yeah, lactate. When it was time. Yes. And she was having none of it. Damn it. Right. Well, I was at work the other day, taking a little break, taking a little fiver, sitting on a five-gallon bucket, and um, some chick named Abigail from my local Facebook marketplace buy and sell and trade 
page. She's offering uh, breast milk for one hundred dollars, and I'm guessing a bottle or a, I don't know if it's a baggie. It's a dollar an ounce. She has like a whole bunch of bottles in like separated Ziploc bags. Uh, frozen. Said yeah, it says fresh frozen breast milk. Now that's an oxymoron within itself. Fresh frozen. Then it got me to kind of wonder, well, what's the legality? Like, can you legally sell breast milk? So I looked it up. It says selling your breast milk informally through the internet or in your community isn't technically illegal, although it's not always recommended, and you'll see shortly. Uh, Donating or selling your milk to a human milk bank is the perfect solution to worries about the legality or safety of donor milk. Now, under that, there's another link. That says, is uh, selling breast milk legal? Well, as of 2020, there are no state or federal laws in placing banning, sorry, in place, banning the purchase or sale of breast milk. As such, your breast milk may be the only chance of babies who are unable to access an unlimited su- supply of breast milk. And the link under that is the one that got me. How to sell breast milk and make $2,500 a month. Dash, I've tried that. Damn. So I didn't click on the link, but yeah, that's the one that got me. So I don't know that selling your breast milk is cool. I think that the suggestion of if you can find a local, you know, milk bank, if I didn't know that they existed, but apparently they do, maybe do that. That's a better thing than trying to profit off of. Why not? I mean, capitalism always wins. Why not sell breast milk? If you, at the time now, you can go out and be a uh, surrogate mother so you can take somebody's egg and sperm and once the egg is fertilized they can plant it in the uterus and a woman can carry that baby for nine months and they pay the the woman for her time or whatever so why can't you sell breast milk there's no way to know what this chick is eating if she's on drugs if she's you know what i'm saying like you don't know what's in that bra you know the woman could have aids coronavirus we don't know this shit ain't there, there's unless you have a way to purify this shit. Well, you you would have to be absolutely fucking insane to buy this for your own consumption or your kids' consumption. Now, if you want to give it to your dog or something or a cat, whatever, that's weird, but okay. Well, I'm just saying, right? So right now, it says fresh frozen breast milk, dollar an ounce, over one thousand ounces available, dated from August to the present, available. In uh, pouches for additional $10 per 100 ounce. Pick up or PM to meet. I'm like, well, you know what? Not that I'm drinking breast milk, or but if I had a baby that, you know, want, a woman, and I had a baby that needed breast milk, and I, the woman, the mother couldn't produce it, then would you? Yeah, and I know there has been, there are breast milk banks out there. Now, do they test the milk? I don't think they do. I don't, how would you even test it? Would you send it in? How would you even test it? So I don't know if they can. Remember, it's frozen in a bag. What are they going to knock off a chunk and then send it out? So then they thaw it out and they feed the babies this breast milk. There was a story of a while back where, <laughs> I love this, the lady was making brownies for the local bake school bake sale. And she went to go for milk and oh, guess what, Bob? They were out of milk. So instead of driving to the store, she just pumped some up. She just pumped out breast milk and put it in the recipe. Took Had a built-in dairy department. Took the brownies, sold the brownies, and then told everybody that it was made with breast milk. I and wonder, they lost their shit. 
I'm, did anybody comment on the whether they tasted different or not? That's what I want to know. No one did. But then, so I asked people, I said, would you eat brownies made with breast milk? And you know what everybody said? What does the chick look like? What the fuck does that matter? Apparently, the attractiveness of the woman makes a difference between whether guys will drink the breast milk or not. So in other words, if a woman is very attractive, they'll drink the breast milk. If the woman looks like Patton Oswald, they won't drink the breast milk. So are you only going to eat hamburgers that come from cute cows? I mean, what the fuck? No, no. And again, that's what I'm saying. If you go to uh, get milk from the store from a cow, you don't know what the cow looks like. Probably looks like shit. So you drink the milk. The same way, does it make a difference what the woman looks like? I don't think so. I would not drink breast milk. I would not buy, well, for a dollar an ounce, I would not buy breast milk to drink. I wouldn't add it to my coffee. I wouldn't put it in recipes. Let's say it's $4 a gallon, just like regular old cow's milk. Still not buying it. Still not putting it in my coffee. Still not putting it, you know, still not. No. I I, I mean, I don't have a a use for it personally, um, and I'm not into any kind of weird shit like that. So, I don't know. Well, since you mentioned it, do you know that that's a big fetish? Breastfeeding men, adult grown men. You mean men lactating, or you no, mean no. that they breastfeed off of women that are... Men lactating? that pay women who are lactating to breastfeed. That's fucking weird. They they dress... Well, again, I don't know if they dress up as babies, but it is a fetish where a woman who is lactating will nurse a full-grown man. It's out there. It's fucking creepy, dude. Mm, yeah, I don't think I could do it either. Not from oh, some I, strange woman. That's no... I don't think I could. Not at this age. No. No, I mean, I couldn't do it at any age. That's just too fucking weird. Uh, maybe back in the day. I don't uh, know that. No, anything comes out of my wife in the bedroom. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go out and watch TV. You can take care of that. I don't know what that is. It's fucking <laughs> weird. Well, again, you know, we got to go back to that you are a very, very picky eater. <laughs> you know, there's not a whole lot of stuff that you will eat and i would think that breast milk is also on your non-condiments list of things not to it's just fucking weird i mean unless you're an infant and and can't get your own food Mm. it's just fucking weird all right so i saw something the other day that just it infuriated me you added three of them to your amazon cart don't lie i did not first of all i couldn't afford them Second of all, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And what I'm talking about is Nordstrom has a man dress that they're selling for $2,600. Now, let me explain this man dress to you, and it'll be also pictures of this. It'll be in the show notes if you want to check this out. It looks like a little orphan Annie dress that you put on, and then you put like pants on, you know, in other words, you put pants on and then you wear this dress. And this is what they say. Tackling social norms with a 90s grunge sensibility. (laughs) This thing ain't made out of flannel. This dress style shirt challenges toxic masculine stereotypes and embraces gender fluidity. (laughs) Smocking. Smocking a Peter Pan collar and a satin ribbon bow at the waist 
tie in the fall of 2020 collections reoccurring theme of childhood nostalgia oh my god this is the fucking stupidest thing on the internet right now um you know we should create a channel and the discord for just our show links so you can go there and fucking look at them it'll drive traffic well okay i'll do that i'll make it within the discord okay here's the thing i think one of the things about the proud boys that you look at the price yeah, I said $2,600. Jesus fucking Christ. $2,600. Get the fuck out of here. For a, a little orphan Annie dress to wear over your jeans. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, I don't know who's going to buy this. Is it a joke? I don't think it's a joke. And it says, fit true to size. Listen, I'm just going to tell you. how. I don't know what size dress I am, John. What about you? I would imagine there's a lot of X's involved in front of it. Okay, so first of all. <laughs> what if you have, like, man boobs? Do you have to, like, go up a size? I mean, there's no cup on this. There's no adjustment. I mean, this guy looks like a twink. Looks like Jacob. Yeah. Well, okay, Jacob is one of the uh, Discord nitwits. He's a femboy. Okay, so here's the thing, and I'm going to get back to the Proud Boys. They are trying to destroy the Proud Boys, and they can't. I don't think they're going to be able to destroy them by saying they're white supremacists because there's no validity in that. But why they want to destroy them is because they are men that act like fucking men. Like, we used to act like men back in the day. And the women and the left cannot stand a masculine man. They do not want that. They want femboys. They want sensitive men. And I'll tell you what, I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. And I'm sick of this fucking dress. If you wear a fucking dress like this, you know what I'm going to call you? I'm going to call you a fag. And I don't even care that I'm going to call you a fag. Because when you you put a faggity fag dress like that on there, on, and walk around, that's a fag. And I'm not talking about gay, because that's not gay. Gay guys would not wear this. They wouldn't. They have more style. When you uh, scroll down on that item page, it gives you like a... Uh, a jacket, a pair of boots, and a belt that they think would look good with it. Oh my God. <laughs> I am sick and tired That's of women stupid. trying to take and make men less, less masculine. I've had it, and I'm done with it. And I'm not even playing around. You want to call me a misogynist because I want to act like a man and I want people, men around me to act like men? Then fine. Take your best shot. I don't care. I really don't care. I wonder if... This comes with a pair of panties and a bra. Maybe that's why it costs so much money. You know, the bra. No, no, it, it, it doesn't. It comes with that. That fucking dress that came off of some Goodwill rack. That it should a, come with a box of tampons. It should, but it doesn't. Twenty six hundred dollars <laughs> for just that. Now, maybe you put that on and then you drink some fucking breast milk and then you let some chick like peg you. First of all, a man. That wants breast milk would not dress like that. Is this in the men? This is Gucci. What the fuck? And it, yeah, but I can't tell if it's in the men's department, if it's in the it women's is department. In the men's because department. when you look no, at no. the top, it says women, men's, and kids. So what about if you're in the middle? Are there are is Nordstrom's being insensitive right now to those who do not identify as a kid, a man, or a woman? I think tackling the social norms with a '90s grunge sensibility. This dress style shirt challenges toxic masculine stereotypes and embraces gender fluidity now halloween is coming up and you could look like little orphan annie in this i wish that was true but that's not what's going on here they're trying listen 
What do you think would happen if we started to tell women to be more like men? Do you think that that would go over? Do you think the balls on these women, the balls on these women to go out here and try to make us less of a man and more like a woman? You know what it is? They want to get us to hit from the women's tees. You know why they make the bride wears white on the wedding day? Because she's a virgin? So the dishwasher matches the refrigerator. (laughs) What's the... Hey, little hot tip here on Bullhorn. What's the quickest way to bring a woman to an orgasm? Who cares? (laughs) All right, then. Any other ones? Why is a woman's feet smaller than a man's feet? I don't know. So they can stand closer to the sink while doing the dishes. That's our misogyny section of the show. If you got any more, call the voicemail. Yeah, call the voicemail. Give us all your uh, misogynistic jokes. And we're okay if, if it's the other way around, too. If it's like, like, a, you know, like a feminist joke or an anti-misogynistic joke, call the voicemail. Uh, right. All right, so... I don't know the di- number, but there's a lot of eights in it. 599. Fuck. See? I it. Give me a second. <laughs> God I'm damn it. You would think down. that I could remember this thing. It's ridiculous. I okay. can't fucking remember it either. So I'm going to write it down myself. Here it is. 856-599-8558. That's the voicemail number. Call with your jokes. We'll play them. All right, no, Bob. This it. might happen on this show one day. Senator Ron Paul. I think he's retired. Oh, fuck. It'll probably be me. <laughs> I don't know. It'll probably be me. Uh, he started out talking. He was. Uh, he has a co-host. And in the middle of that, he lost the ability to um, talk. Yeah, he short-circuited. He short-circuited. And here it is. It has to be liquidated. We have to get rid of that. That's a burden. We can barely work this. We can't And then they cut to his co-host, and his co-host goes, It's Dr. Paul. <laughs> so they had to take the guy to the hospital and uh, apparently had a stroke. I think I did that last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know I did because I edited it out before I sent you the audio. <laughs> so <we> could... <laughs> but that is like one of my biggest fears is being able not to be able. If you're okay, say you're having, you can't talk, right? And you know, you're having some kind of stroke and you have to call 911. I live alone. I got to call 911, right? And I'm sitting there going, burr, 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 burr. I sound like a seal. If you have one of those uh, like Google Homes or the Amazon Echoes or anything like that, can you just say, "Hey, hey, Alexa, call nine one one"? No, they no. That's one thing it won't do. It will not call nine one one for you. Why the fuck? Oh yeah, because then they want to like tax on like two dollar a month fee for the e nine one one service. Well, even that, but I mean, Fucking okay. Pricks. So how am I supposed? To, uh, so what am I going to say? So this is me going to talk to Alexa. Well, you're home. <laughs> well, not everybody who. Needs help is having a stroke and and is nonverbal. I understand. I understand that, but I'm saying in a case like this where he stroked out and he couldn't talk, and and you could see the look on his face. He's like, "Uh oh, I'm fucked." Yeah. So uh, they got him and they took him to the uh, ER and then they had pictures of him and he was fine. And the next day, yeah, he was back on there doing the show. Yeah. yeah, he was doing the show. Good for him. Yeah. So he, thank he's God. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. All right, you're up next. This is all I know. Millennials did not invent everything. It seems, you know, I deal with a lot of these uh, millennials as they're of 
affectionately called, sometimes not so affectionately. And it seems like they think they invented everything. I mean, last week we, we talked about a story which hasn't aired yet, but we're going to save that one, maybe put it on our Patreon behind the paywall. We don't have a Patreon. Where some guy uh, decided to, to jump a drawbridge in Detroit with his car, like, right. like uh, the Blues Brothers did in the mm. movie. And uh, the reporter said, the police found whippets. Apparently, the youngsters these days, they can do whippets. And uh, basically getting the nitrous out of a whipped cream can uh, before you get any whipped cream out of it. The little gas that comes out first is uh, that you can huff that in real quick and get a little buzz off of it. Or you can just buy nitrous uh, little canisters and huff those too. And you do get like a slight hallucinogenic buzz off of it for, it's very short, maybe 30 seconds, a minute if you're lucky. And it seems like millennials seems to think that they invented everything. Uh, uh, Every word that's ever been said, every fun thing to do. When I talk to them, and I can't name one right off the top of my head right now because I wasn't prepared for this. I did no show prep as usual. So, but it just seems like whenever I deal with them, they think that they invented everything. They think they invented the internet, video games, all music, YouTube. They invented everything. Whatever's cool on this planet, they invented it. We had nothing to do with it. And I'm fucking tired of it. What I did was I distanced myself from the Discord nitwits because like you, I can't take them anymore. They sit around like little girls. And they just attack one person that, you know, they just, they just like, they're like a swarm of fire ants that, well, no, fire ants are kind of too tough or too. Yeah. And they work together as a team. Yeah. So (laughs) these guys work against each other. Right. So they're just little girly girls, right. That, that just love to come and, and just beat up and bully and pick on. And then what happens is if you come back at them, and then they play the victim and they're hurt and their feelings are hurt. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Enough of this. My life, trust me, I don't need people. I've cut family members out of my life for less than what those yeah. nitwits do. Anyhow, that being said, as far as, you know, things that the millennials think that they've invented that's been around for years that they're just discovering for themselves. I used to do the same thing with my father. My father, like when we would talk about different things, he's like, oh, you we've been, that's been happening for years and this was back right. going 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. So every generation thinks that they've invented things that people have been doing for years, including these nitwits. I get it. If it's something that, you know, they just, like you said, they just stumbled across and they're just like, yeah, well, you know, we we invented that. Like, you know, like, look what I found now. Well, no, that's been around. You know, when you present that to an elder like myself or like yourself, and we say, oh, yeah, you know, we were doing that back in like 83. Mm-hmm. Then you'd be like, oh, okay. But no, they don't. No, you weren't. No, you, there's no way you were doing this in 83. There's just no fucking way. You're you're too much of a fucking boomer. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I've been on the planet over twice as long as you have. Therefore, I've experienced things that, well, you haven't even thought about yet. Okay. I, so anyway. I get it. All right, so the next story I want to talk about is uh, it goes back to the debate. So we already talked about how during the debate that the uh, Chris Wallace, who was the moderator, and Joe Biden had kind of ganged up on Trump to make him denounce white supremacy. So the next day, 
Biden and his campaign puts out an ad about how Trump won't denounce white supremacy. So they have all these video clips running in the background. And in the video clip is Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse is the they kid. They used his likeness without his consent. Yeah. All right. Well, yes. For, it, for an ad campaign. All right. So they put him on there, and they're talking about, and they're calling him white supremacist. When there's no evidence that Kyle Rittenhouse is yep. a white supremacist. Yep, that's true. All right. So here's the first thing. He is supposed to be going for trial because he shot three people, in my opinion, in self-defense. How's he supposed to get a fair trial? That tweet currently has uh, 58.9 thousand retweets, uh, 50, sorry, 5.3 thousand quote treat, tweets and 181.5 thousand likes. It's a lot of people. How's that kid supposed to get a fair trial? That's number one. Number two, the vice president, former vice president of the United States, the guy who's running to be the president just called this kid, without any evidence, a white supremacist. So what did his lawyers do? His lawyers are now getting ready to slap the Biden campaign with a libel suit. The attorney for Kyle Rittenhouse has announced plans to sue Joe Biden and his campaign for libel after he tweeted a video suggesting the Illinois teen is a white supremacist, according to the report. The Democratic presidential candidate wrote in his tweet, which contains a 50-second clip, that there is no other way to put it. The president of the United States refused to disavow white supremacists on a debate stage last night. He said... Um so, yeah, this was the teen's uh, lawyer, because I don't think Kyle has access to Twitter right now. <laughs> I think he's locked up, isn't he? I think he's out on bail. It says, uh, on behalf of Kyle Rittenhouse, I shall sue at Joe Biden and the Biden-Harris campaign for libel, Wood said on Twitter. I am nonpartisan trial lawyer who aggressively pursues truth to achieve justice. Put in your hearing aid, Joe. You will hear footsteps. As of now, the Biden campaign has not responded to Fox News for their request for comment. And from what I understand, he has not also responded to the lawyer. So that's interesting. Nick Sandman, part two. Yeah, this kid will probably make a fortune out of this. I do not think that he is going to go to jail. Good for him. I really don't. Might be the uh, three best bullets he ever fired. I, I would agree with that. Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you have any tattoos? I have one. It's of myself and it's actual size. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer. What does that mean? No, I don't have any tattoos. Okay, so you don't have any tattoos. I don't have any tattoos either. I'm not a big fan of tattoos. I, honestly, I always found it to be a waste of money. Well, and well, okay. And not, not only that, but after a while, if you use put too many of them, it, looked, it just looks dirty. Well, you look I, dirty. I, I have yet to see anything, any phrase, any word, any drawing that I want to stare at for the rest of my fucking life. I agree with you. Well, the kids today, they love the tattoos. You know those millennials that invented everything? They love themselves some tattoos. Oh, my God. (laughs) A man claims that his tattoos lost him a kindergarten teaching gig. He looks like, like like he passed out at a party where they had a whole bunch of different colored Sharpies. Dude, this guy, his name is, what would you say? Sylvanian? Sylvain Helene. Sylvain Helene. That rhymes and you're out of time. Mm-hmm. Has uh, even had the whites of his eyes turn black through surgery. A man in France claims that he was prevented from teaching kindergarten because of his heavily tattooed body may have frightened some of the students. May have? He frightens me. 
I think he's also got in like those dark colored contacts to like make the whites of his eyes black. No, he had them tattooed. Don't you, do you listen to me when I'm reading? You can tattoo your fucking eyeballs. He also had the whites of his eyes turned black through surgery. Oh, Christ. The authorities at the Dr. McClough Elementary School in... Very good, Alex Dreck. ...told him he was not allowed to teach children under six after the parents of a three-year-old complained that his appearance had caused their child to have nightmares. There's not one part of his body that's not tattooed. So, yeah, this is in France. So, apparently, what this is telling me is that French teachers are over-fucking-paid. Because he's got so much ink on him? Well, he can afford to have surgery on his eyeballs to change the color of the whites of his eyes. Yeah, he is one big, giant tattoo. It looks like a coloring book that's done. I mean, I mean, what do you do when you're done? You, you've got to be addicted to it by now. What do you do? How do you keep going? I think maybe you add more or have it changed. You could have a kid and start getting them tattooed up. I mean, how does that work? Don't even say that. Don't tell me that they would have a kid and start tattooing a kid. I don't know. I mean, obviously, they've got a problem. Most addictions, you got to keep going. I got to tell you that I would call that child abuse. That if you had a child and you put a tattoo on that child at an early age. You know, I kind of think that about assholes who get their infant child, get them like earrings and shit, like get them, get their fucking ears pierced. I'm sorry. I just don't think I don't fucking mutilate your kid. Uh, well, you know, here's the thing about the earrings. At least you can take them out and they will close. The holes uh, will close. No. No. I have three holes in this ear, two in this one. And they've, I haven't had an earring in them in over 30 years. Okay. And they're still there. My wife tugs on them every now and then and goes, Jesus Christ. Because I, I used to wear like heavy earrings that weighed down so they'd open the hole more. Yeah, but when was this? 30 years ago. So you were in your 20? No. I got them pierced in 89. It got me kicked out of my house and basically wrecked my fucking life. But I kept them in for about a year and then I just got tired of it. Yeah, I had one put in because I went as a punk rocker to a Halloween party, and they didn't have any cool clip-on earrings, yeah. and I wanted handcuffs. So what I did was I had my ear pierced and put in handcuff earrings, and I took it out the next day. And then my it closed up. Well, again, because it wasn't even healed, so that's why it closed up. I did it because my parents told me not to do it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. My father said to me that if I ever got my ear pierced, that he would pierce the other one with a hammer and a nail. And I knew that he would, so I never did. I had just briefly mentioned it. I was like, you know what? I'm thinking about when I turn 18, you know, because uh, that's the legal age to get it done yourself without parental consent. Uh, I said, you know what? I think I'm going to get my ear pierced. And my mom was like, yeah, no, I don't think so. And my stepdad chimed in and said, no man in this house is going to wear an earring. What are you, you know, half a fag? So I went and pierced them both. I went and pierced both of them to be an asshole. What about a $2,600 uh, dress from Gucci? Would they like? Would they allow that? Yeah, you know, um, at that point, I was buying, kind of buying my own clothes. So they would with my own money. So, do you think that if could you? I can't. First of all, I can't imagine the beating that I would take from my father if I came downstairs with a fucking orphan Annie dress on. So your dad's a homophobe. No, my dad was a real man, and he would not allow my his son. <laughs> We're just clarifying to walk around in a dress. Well, you know, what you do in the privacy of your own bedroom with a... Uh, I mean, going your... outside in a $2,600 man dress. Oh, yeah, going to get the mail in that. Here, you'd probably get shot. He would beat my ass. Yeah. And I would deserve it. A New Hampshire man 
allegedly killed his wife's lover, ordered her to behead the victim. He wanted his wife to get some head? Apparently, his wife was having an affair with a co-worker. Ooh. Slut. Chick looks like a friggin' raccoon. Hang on a second. Let me start. <laughs> Sorry. It's not funny, but it is funny. Armando Baron was arrested and charged in connection with the death of uh, Jonathan uh, Amaralt? Amaralt, yes. Amaralt. All right, so Armando, the husband, is 30. That's Armando. I can't do that. Armando. (laughs) Nice cock, John. Uh, He was, okay, so he's 30. The kid, he's not a kid, he's 25. That was who the wife was having an affair with. She is... How old was she? Because that's in here somewhere, too. This was in New Hampshire. How are they sure that this wasn't Ghislaine Maxwell? It's not. Oh. She's in jail. Oh. Where was it? Where's her age in here? Um, 31. She's 31? Okay. It says Brittany, 31. I'm okay. guessing that's her last name. Right. All right. So Armando... Nice cock, John. Was uh, 30. Jonathan was 25, and she was 31. So it was a little bit of a cougar going on here. They were having an affair. Armando got a hold of her phone and saw the texts. So what Armando did was he texted Jonathan and said, hey, meet me at the park. So Armando, I mean, uh, Jonathan shows up at the park, and Armando... Shot him. Killed him. Yeah, her name is Brittany Barron. All right, Armando wanted her to kill him. She couldn't do it. So then Armando shot him. And then had his wife cut his head off of his lifeless body. Then they took the body and buried it. Somehow they got caught. I don't know how they got caught. And they arrested all of them. And then she's like, I wouldn't pull the trigger. But once he shot the adulterer, Jonathan, once she shot him, then she wanted to cut his head off. So if she figured, well, he's dead already. Why not? Why not just cut his head off? So the they- man's head was found in a separate location. <laughs> yeah. Not on his neck. <laughs> that would be another location. <laughs> That's definitely another location. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. So you look at the pictures, the mug shots, Armando, another guy, neck tattoo. All his whole neck is blacked out in tattoos. Yeah. And there With is a beard black, uh, above that. And there is blacked out as the black eyes that she has in her picture. Because apparently she took a beating too. I kind of feel bad for Brittany. I think that I she don't. probably did this under duress. Why don't you feel bad? Because she cheated on her husband? Well, I mean, that is what it is. I mean, you should break up with you know somebody if your heart sways. But... You know, you should cut them loose, but she may not have been able to. From from the way things look, uh, he probably has like fatal uh, attraction shit going on, and would not let her leave if if she told him, "Look, you know, we're kind of done. This relationship's run its course, and I've met somebody else." He would have probably cut off her head right there. So, yeah, it says enraged Armando allegedly beat her, stuck a gun in her mouth, and strangled her on their bed, causing her to pass out. Later that night. Armando allegedly used his wife's phone to text Jonathan and lure him to the Annette Waywood Park. At the park, Armando allegedly beat Jonathan, then demanded that his wife shoot him. 
Brittany said she would not place her finger on the trigger. Brittany then alleged that Armando shot him three times in his car. After driving in separate vehicles to a campsite, Armando allegedly told Brittany that once the sun came up the next morning that he would forgive her. Is that some, like, Muslim shit? Is it? Maybe it is. Maybe I'm playing the wrong thing. Armando then allegedly ordered Brittany to decap. You know, this does sound more Muslim, doesn't it? Well, what, what, the uh, decapitation? Yeah, all that. You know, the I'll forgive you when the sun comes up. Well, isn't there a, a rule, like, when they die, they have to be in the ground before, like, the sun goes down or some shit or some, some rule like I that? Don't, I don't know all that. Fucking like, uh, you know, like 72 virgins and code fucking, all that. Armando allegedly ordered Brittany to decapitate Jonathan so that he could be, couldn't be identified by his dental records. When Armando learned that the authorities were looking for him... And his wife, he returned to the couple's home, allegedly ordering her to bury her lover's body. Affidavit says the man's head was found in a separate location. Uh, Brittany was arrested after wildlife conservation officers told her that she was not allowed to camp where they found. What's this? Brittany was arrested after wildlife conservation officers told her she wasn't allowed to camp where they found her. I'm in big trouble, Brittany told the officers. Soon after they found... Emerald's abandoned Subaru. Right. The guy that that they killed. Jonathan's... Soon after they found Jonathan's abandoned Subaru, which was covered with a tarp and sticks, they found his headless body wrapped up in a nearby brook. On Friday, both Armando and Brittany pleaded not guilty to charges that they each face. Hmm. And they are being held without bond. Okay. Hmm. I guarantee that guy that they killed... Marked down as a COVID death. <laughs> you think so? Garen fucking the it. Yeah, I, I don't know. So here's the thing. Oh, he beat his wife and he stuck a gun in her mouth. But you would think that he would Cheating also... Cheating whore. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> playing. <laughs> yeah, you would think that he would kind of bury her next to him or something. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I, I don't I don't understand. Know. Like the guy, I, I guess the guy knew that she was married. But what if he didn't know she was married? I don't know. Is it like, okay, if we experience this together, then she'll never be able to leave me or something? I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. That poor I guy. I don't, I don't understand it. It's beyond me, dude. Like, right. I love my wife to no end, but if she so much as texts another guy like a photo of her foot, we're through. That's I'm it, huh? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be with you when your heart sways. For me, that's it's it's never coming back. So there's another lawyer that was convicted of killing his wife on a cruise ship. Oh yeah, well that's easy. You just toss him overboard, right? Uh, California lawyer will spend the rest of his life in prison after he was sentenced for killing his ex-wife and throwing her overboard while they were on a Mediterranean cruise. See, that's why I won't take a cruise with my wife. Uh, Lonnie, 62, was convicted on June 15th, uh, murder with special circumstances for the murder for financial gain and killing his wife, Mickey, 52, 10 years. Hmm, Sounds like something that uh, sounds like you guys. Oh, Mickey, you're so ugly. You're so. Oh, wait, that ain't how the song goes. Right. Uh, She was found dead in the Mediterranean Sea near Italy in 2006. He's gone to prison for life without possibility of parole. Hmm. So I was just wondering, have you ever thought about killing the missus? No. Fuck no. I've No. If you would. It, it doesn't, you know. How would you do it? I don't know. I've never thought about it. I, I'm giving I just, you a chance It's just now. easier just for me to get my vehicle and just never return. <laughs> do everything else through the mail. Well, I guess what guys think is that they're going to have, you know, they got to give up half their things. Ah, so what? I can go get more shit. I don't even care. 
right. It doesn't bother me. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. Well, I'm just wondering. I mean, you never thought, never once. The no. Heat of the, no. If I just whack her with this uh, candlestick holder. Because I don't want to have to do that to myself. Okay. Just checking. I don't, I don't want to have to, you know, live with what I did. Just checking out the temperature with you two. To see if there was no, uh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I don't think that there's anything that horrible that would, in my mind, justify me taking her life intentionally. So I just can't think of anything. Okay, messing around behind my back with some younger guy is not grounds for me cutting off her head. All right, just double check. It's just not. It's just not. I like like I said. I not to cheapen our relationship but my attitude is you know when she's done with me i'm done with her and i was looking for a girlfriend when i met her so i can i can find another one not not that i would just run right out there and start to look but you get my point there's you know i I don't i I don't believe that there's one person out there for everybody and only one person i believe you know when this relationship's you know run its course god forbid it ever does but when it's run its course it's it's over it's it's that's just the way it works, man. When when she wants other things that I can't provide, then and she finds it, then I'm out. Okay. It is what it is. Just getting the temperature of the room here. Yeah, I don't think I would do that. Oh, here's the deal. Very lukewarm. I would never do something like that for one simple reason. Is I would get caught. I would go to jail. And I never, ever, 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 ever want to go to jail. I could not handle being confined and being told what to do and how to do it. And that's just for me, I would rather, I would hang myself before I would go to jail. Right. Yeah. I'd just be, okay, that's it. That's a life sentence for me. I'm done. I'm out. I can't take it. Well, I mean, you know, it it takes more than adultery or betrayal for me to want to kill you. If you raped my daughter, I'm probably going to find you and beat you to a pulp, but but it's going to be a pulp that you're going to remember for the rest of your life. There's a movie out that I, it's one of my favorite movies. It's called Molly's Game. And it's a true story. Molly was a girl that was an Olympic skier. She would ski moguls. And she hurt herself during the trials and she didn't qualify for the Olympics. So what she did was she went to California and she got a job and she ended up running one of the biggest poker games in Las Vegas. No, I'm sorry, in California. She won one of the biggest poker games where like these actors and rappers and producers and all. And we're talking about a game where the buy-in was 10,000. Now they say high stakes, right? They say that the guy, the, the actor in here that she would never identify, they say it was the guy who played Spider-Man the first time. What's I his name? Know. I'm not a nerd. I, I don't know that stuff. God damn it. I, his mind, I can see his face. I can't think of his name. Wasn't but he now, gay? I don't know if he's gay or not. I'm going to guess he was. Is he the same guy that's also on a TV show? I can't think of it. Anyhow, I so have no clue. she was running this big game in Los Angeles, and the actor got jealous or whatever, and he took the game away from her. So then she moved to New York, and then she was running a bigger game out of New York. And all these people were going, well, what happened was the Russian mob got together, and they were playing at her game, and the Russian mob was being surveilled by the FBI. So they take her down. And she gets all hooked up into this game. And when she writes this book, she basically writes the book telling that she ran an illegal game. She never ended up getting any jail time out of this. 
and it, it was really, really a good movie. But the one part for me was the fu- that at one point the mob tried to muscle in and she had so much money on the street that people owed her. They wanted to collect it and take a portion of it. And she said, no, that's okay. I'll take care of it. So they sent another mob guy to her apartment and he beat the shit out of her so bad that it took her two weeks to recover. And she couldn't go to the emergency room because they would have seen that and the police would have been right. There. So the father reads the story of the mob guy beating her and putting a gun in her mouth and everything. And at the one scene in the movie, he says, listen, I'm going to find that. I'm going to hire somebody to find that guy. And when I find him, I'm going to hire another guy to kill him because nobody does that to my daughter. Right. And I was like, I know exactly how he feels. Nobody touches your children. Right. Anyhow, that's a big story about nothing. But Molly's Game, it's a, I think it's a fantastic movie. But then again, I like poker. But there's more about poker. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's a redhead and she's easy on the eyes. But it's a really good movie. And if you want to check it out, I think you would, yeah, I think you would do it. I think you would like it. You know, to wrap that one up, not really planning to kill my wife and uh, don't, don't really have an idea of how I would do it. Not to be different, but I really haven't thought about it. I've always thought if things ended, I'd just move okay. somewhere else without her there. All right. Well, hey, listen, if you're listening and you have a plan to kill your wife... And you want to tell us about it, 856-599-8558. That's 856-599-8558. There you go. Or you can email us at bullhornpod at gmail.com. I don't, plan, I don't think it would be a good idea to tell us on social media how you want to kill your wife. But if you want to reach out any other for any other reason, you can well, always... If you're going by the name Jersey Randy, you probably could. Jersey Randy, if you're on... Yeah, you could do that. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we are at Bullhorn Pod. We'd love to hear from you. All right, Bob, I think we've said all the things. Cool. All right, and we'll talk to you next week. Fuck that up. That's it. We're just getting into it.